0: Welcome to Driving Forces, uh, which is coming to you this week live from Prague. Really
1: live, it's really live. Now. This like is really live. in absolute chaos here. <laughs> I also have
0: a beer in my hand.
1: Where's your beer? Uh, well, I'm carrying the mic. Hold on, I'll get the beer as well. So we're
0: just uh, at the unveiling of the latest lineup from Škoda, which, hang on. There you go. Um, so they've basically announced between now and 2026, they will have six new uh, EVs the uh, cheapest one will be approximately, approximately
1: 25,000 euros. But according to the local PR there, uh, Ray Betty, who is the man in charge, it probably won't be 25 grand, but him taxes gone, it be a yeah. bit more. <laughs> 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 That's out of his
0: hands, it's just the way taxes work in Ireland. So just to give you an idea of even what one of these launches is, is like, so it's, a, it's a, a room with a lot of lights, a lot of screens, a lot of media, uh, coverage here from print and video and digital and online and just about everybody so yeah
1: and then there's kind of arbitrage also so be good customers and dealers among them as well who maybe aren't journalists but are here like influencers and they're here and this we had a different event today where it was all journalists yeah um, so we kind of got the speech theory twice actually so uh, the car has just been unveiled
0: um apologies for the delay in the recent episode of the podcast as well I, I, just been a bit of traveling it's, yeah it's it's Probably We're going to head get head in head. the way.
1: There's the CEO of Skoda, giving interviews over there, with a barrier around him. He's got a, little, He's got a barrier,
0: you. which is kind of strange, because Thomas Schaefer gets in selfies, and he has a barrier in front of him. Yeah. It's, really? uh, it's, it's quite different. And actually, last week, I was at the launch of the uh, Cupra Taviskan, or Gaviskan, as some people Gaviskan. are calling it, <laughs> if you have heartburn. Uh, and the I can't remember the gentleman's second name. Wayne was his name. He was the head of Cupra. He was kind of lining of the bonnet for them most of the time the car was unveiled. In a sexy way or no, a... but just in a kind of will you get off the car so we can film it now please. Oh right, okay.
1: Oh he's one of them, I'm um, yeah. You like to kind he- of passing by no nice jackets. I'd love I'd love something right now. <laughs> it's beetroot not I think. What was that? Beetroot and of beetroot thing. They're trying to give us food and beer and stuff to keep us happy, make the cars look good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because when we say cars, they're actually sculptures of cars. Right, this is a bit of a shock. Most of the journalists in the room, when they unveiled the cars, all the journalists went, uh-oh, <laughs> what is that? What What are we looking at?
0: So, these concept cars, I mean, when I did the ID two reveal a few weeks ago, um, that was a physical car, this is kind of like a... What is that? Is that plastic? It's,
1: it's like yeah, it's like a sculpted plastic. It's no real big definition to it, so it's very hard to see exactly what we're looking at. But four new models is what they say. It's like an artist's
0: artist's impression (laughs) that's in front of you. (laughs)
1: It's actually an artist's
0: impression, yeah, it does look that way. If that makes sense. Um, Just from a travelling point of view for people listening to the podcast, um, I I wanted to mention that, you know, when you come in these car launches, they're generally European places, but I think it's, I don't want to stereotype or generalise, but maybe a lot of Irish people don't go to some of these places for city breaks. And Prague is fantastic. I have to like Berlin. I can't wait to go back again. Berlin was Berlin absolutely was brilliant. Was a brilliant city. Brilliant. Uh, Slovenia last year was beautiful, and just, maybe not somewhere you, you think of going. But uh, this trip was your first time on a bolt scooter. How did
1: you? How did you bold find scooter. that? Bolt scooter. That was actually. I was thinking about the first thing. This is going to charge me an absolute arm and a leg to do what we're doing. But you convinced me onto it. Now I can ride a scooter. I'm very confident on bicycles, and scooters, and skateboards and things like that. So well, jumping up was fine, but. The cobblestone streets are a killer, but if you want to get around the city, and I mean all around the city, into the pedestrian areas, and you want to do it on a mechanical transport, the bolt scooter is all you need. We went right down onto the Charles Bridge yesterday with yep. those scooters zooming <laughs> about the place. We
0: need a little nerves of steel, but um,
1: speaking of nerves of steel, we went into,
0: so there's lots of cannabis shops here, and we went in and we, like two little schoolboys. And we, we don't we don't smoke hash, no. so your man said Do you guys smoke, and we we're like, no, no, no. And he goes, okay, well then you need to try gummies if you don't smoke. And even the gummies we chickened out of. Yeah, we
1: chickened out as well.
0: Yeah. We want to cut one in half at one point to see what would happen. <laughs> just
1: to try it. Just such gender.
0: So the Bolt scooter, I, I don't. The currency here is obviously different. In Berlin, it was 26 cent a minute.
1: Didn't really tell us that here, it just gave us a
0: total of how much the journey
1: costs. It was about nine euro, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, they were a little bit different. Now, um, Derek, who's with us in the trip as well, said the, the guy who founded Bolt is 30. So, clever idea. It is. It it's is. a pity that
1: it's something that is missing in Dublin. Hugely, we don't even have legislation to cover it. Yeah. And yet, yesterday we hired four, three, four scooters. I can't remember how many we hired in the end. And we had a ball on them, like going around the place, into the little parts of the industrial states and having fun. It was absolutely deadly. No, thank you. Thank you. We didn't kill anybody? We will in a minute. Nobody
0: killed us. He's referring to food there, but. There's the way. more food, Jerry, yeah, case, just going to elaborate on that a little bit. Um,
1: Nobody yeah, flew about. Nobody had around. Required, absolutely. But the, the great part for me was if you would have hired a car, we would have had to park on the edge of the pedestrian zone trying to get in. And it's very full here. Cars, driving here is quite hazardous, I think. Um, and then if you're on motorbikes or in taxis, you're getting dropped off nearly where you want to be. But if you're on one of those scooters, you're cycling straight in. It restricts the speed. It goes on 10 kilometers on pedestrian areas. But you can get all the way into all the pedestrian areas and stay on the scooter and keep moving. So you got to find parking zones, which is a good problem.
0: Yeah, well, in Berlin, you could just dump it literally wherever you wanted once it wasn't blocking a pedestrian crossing yeah. or a footpath. But um, yeah, it's just, I mean, I know Dublin isn't a huge city and you can walk from the top of O'Connell Street to Grafton Street in a few short minutes, but you know, if we had that option, I
1: don't think it would be a bad thing. Oh, I was very happy yesterday zooming about. The only thing was cobblestones. Just down around the charge bridge there, my, my spine was shattering going over some of them with cobblestones. you yeah. ever see <laughs> someone using a pneumatic drill? Yeah.
0: It's like that, except you're, was, uh, you're on two wheels. Chaos. Two wheels.
1: It's some launch, I have to say. We've had This is our t- second day, third day. Well, uh, I stayed in Dublin. You did. On Sunday night. I could see your house in my hotel. But uh, I stayed <laughs> yeah. in Dublin and then came out last night and then today we've been here and we're here tonight again saying so one more night and then we're going home tomorrow but it's been like I've learned a lot I suppose about, about Skoda the brand but to, to do the sculpture thing it's very hard to make any definition on sculpture. sculptures
0: it is, so. yeah I mean the car looks quite like a Range
1: Rover Evoke actually it does a bit yeah uh, but you know, and then there's the uh, maybe an Inyak or or it's Audiac or who knows but that's good it could be anything in the
0: end. There's no real definition. We
1: did put up videos of the Skoda Vision 7S on both our channels if you want to see yeah, that. Yeah,
0: go have a look there um, if you haven't, I mean you put up a video of it last year, that is Skoda's 7 seater EV, yeah. a lot of people talking about the key EV9, it's a direct competitor for that. Yeah it is, yeah. Um, it I think is. they both have similar sized batteries, they both promise a range of between 600 and 700
1: kilometres. We we that's achievable with strange interiors and kind of electronic things and electric stuff. Very different. I mean amazing f- stuff.
0: Let's go over here and just doorstep a guy because um, we've been yeah, waiting to it. interview a man because uh, uh, called He's got a doorstep on. Nobody's literally and we said that we, we would just approach him for our podcast out of nowhere. Back today, the podcast. So <laughs> welcome to Driving Forces.
2: <laughs> <laughs> say, <laughs> say hello
1: to Ireland. You've never oh. been to Ireland, have
2: you? No, I've been. Oh, yeah. No, it's very intolerable. I've been to Ireland. I've been
1: Yep. Uh-huh. For those who don't know, St- St- Stepan here has been... Your first press trip ended in a bar with me.
2: Yeah, <laughs> correct. He is the, the victim of my 10-year uh, <laughs> failure, I would say.
1: Yeah, it was your demise, a slow demise where you were.
2: Yeah, because they showed me how the automotive uh, events and life is hard and terrible.
1: Yes, gritty. Gritty. very, gritty. very gritty. There's a lot of grit involved, for sure.
0: Stefan just to explain to people listening, what has been your role in ŠKODA for, well, you can start from the very start if you wish, or the last 10 years.
2: Actually, I started at ŠKODA 12 years ago as a recruiter, because I am from the HR, let's say, background. And I recruited a uh, few people into ŠKODA and uh, end up somehow in PR where there was a last position and the boss called me that uh, if I would like to fill the last position. But a few months before, I didn't know what PR is. So it was some kind of marketing. But uh, when I say now marketing about PR, I would kill myself. <laughs> what have I thought about PR? Because in PR, we do real stuff. Marketing is only uh, around, you know. Uh, but for the last 10 years, I was uh, working in PR, firstly establishing the international communication for Shkura, so it means bridge between the markets and uh, and the headquarters, uh, trying to help the markets with the interviews, test drives, and all the other stuff, and then becoming a spokesperson first for Karok in 2016, as well as for design, concept cars, so I did all the communication for all concept cars since 2016 uh, and then as well major role was the uh, strategy or e-mobility strategy for communication since 2018 but it was somehow overlapping uh, with uh, the world premiere of Vision E in 2017 in Shanghai and now uh, I'm the first ones. In uh, Volkswagen, being the spokesperson for for design, and uh, the new head of design in Volkswagen brand, Andy Andy Mint.
0: So you have uh, you're staying within the family, um, but and we well, I actually spoke to Andy Mint. We mentioned him on the podcast. We actually heard from Andy on the podcast. Uh, he was uh, head designer on the ID two. Yeah. So how will your job change now as you may, as you make the move to Berlin and to Volkswagen?
2: Is Berlin or Hamburg or Wolfsburg? Wolfsburg, sorry. Uh, actually, in Skoda we are like really small family. Uh, everyone is passionate. It's a it's a Czech brand, or at least we feel it's it's our Czech heritage. We are one of the oldest uh, car manufacturers in the world uh, since ni- 1895. And going to Wolfsburg is something that. Uh, we were discussing with Thomas Shef, uh, Jens Katemann and all the other colleagues uh, who are working there, let's say from ŠKODA, that we have some kind of learn the spirit of, uh, of the ŠKODIANS, uh, be passionate about our work, be accessible with, uh, let's say, human touch, uh, be human. And I think these are the key values which uh, is now somehow, or we want to transfer from uh, Volkswagen to our customers. Uh, be approachable, be human, be the love brand, be passionate, as, as Andy said uh, in your interview. Uh, and this we would like to somehow transfer, not only to the customers, but as well to the employees of uh, Volkswagen.
1: What I would say, over the last 10 years knowing you, right, your enthusiasm, for the press events, to talk to the journalists, get to know everyone, not just not just provide a car and let us all drive out, is to have a drink with us afterwards, hang around with us all. that that has translated throughout the entire Skoda brand, like I know more individuals from Skoda, both Europe and Ireland, than I would from essentially any other brand, like I couldn't name half the people from other brands who I've met a few times, but they don't interact. They kind of they do their thing and then they go. You don't. You hang around. I'm not sure if that's because of alcoholism or because <laughs> or it's because we're just a lot of fun.
2: No, it's, it's. We are trying to make our work as a hobby, as a passionate, as much as we can, and as well we are trying to suit the events to that we are having fun. Actually, on one hand, make it. As much customer oriented so we are always really taking care and thinking about how the customer so it means journalists would love to see the event and the customer journey so as smooth as possible and as enjoyable as possible so easy going we implemented last year we are bringing on all our events uh, czech traditional beer the pilsner which is Super nice, super famous around the world, and we are bringing two to four guys who are teaching the, the journalists how to draw a beer or draft a beer. And these are the small things where you see the Czech, let's say, innovative or innovative uh, culture, pressure, and farmer to work.
0: Well, I can vouch for that because the worst hangover I've ever had on a press trip was for the Škoda. Enya uh, kumbay last, last year. This morning,
1: actually. <laughs>
0: By the way, Stefan, obviously you pronounce Skoda correctly, but in Ireland it's just called Skoda. Skoda Even yeah. the ads on the radio are right?
1: Skoda. So, uh, and if I say Skoda, which I said properly, somebody will type S C H O D A in the comments as <laughs> if I'm
0: saying it wrong. <laughs> Um, as we phase into, I mean, when you started in, in uh, Skoda, there, there was, I mean, I'm sure the electric cars were visions, but they hadn't arrived yet. Um, when you look over the next 10 years, there's going to be a lot more interest from the Far East when it comes to models. How how much will traditional established brands like Skoda and Volkswagen in this part of the world, will they keep an eye on what else is coming or do you just focus on your own house?
2: I will say both we have to keep focus on uh, what we are the best. So it means uh, bringing the traditional cars, means in the genes or the genes of the traditional cars to the EV uh, family. So let's say in Volkswagen into 2026, we will uh, introduce at least 10 electric uh, models and we will phase out the uh, ICE cars latest in 2033 so it means that we are really looking and the future is only electric and we are looking to bring the best possible electric cars on the market as soon as possible to suit our customers and i think this is what andy said and was saying very uh, clearly he is transferring the historic historical uh, attributes of models, of important models like the Golf uh, One, Golf Four, uh, the Shero, the Beetle, the ID Buzz, to the new cars. So you will see elements on the new cars from the other cars. So to make really the the brand, the love brand, how the customers perceive it for the last uh, uh, X or number of of years. But as well, we have to look on the east side of the of the world, what the car manufacturers from from China and say and uh, Korea are doing and be somehow competitive uh, and to make ourselves uh, better because without the competition uh, you will always uh, not deliver. So the competition makes you think harder, work harder, and deliver. I would say. That's fair but yeah,
0: yeah. Keep on your toes. I don't know about you, about but as Stepan listed those Volkswagen models it sounded like already he'd worked with Volkswagen for 10 years straight yeah the Skoda t-shirt has come off and the Volkswagen one has uh, <laughs> has gone on <laughs> what what is what would be your favorite moment um, working for this Czech company for the last 12 years can you highlight one
2: uh, I would say what really remember what I will always remember? was the world premiere of the of the Super. It was in, in February 2014, I believe. It was more than 900 people packed in uh, in one of the halls in Czech Republic, and I still remember we were standing uh, at the end of the hall, and when the Super was driving on the on the stage, we saw all the mobile phones up there, and it was such an emotional uh, feeling that. Uh, you cannot actually describe, it. I was always trying to find the same moment on every motor, on every world premiere, but it actually never repeated again. And this I will always, always remember. And you see, with the Super, it was really groundbreaking model for Skoda. When you see the facelift, and now the world premiere of the of the new generation of the Super, you think, oh, such a nice car. We'll have a successor no, this is not true, because the car, I think in five, ten years, will be still amazing.
0: Yeah. I, I think that the current superb is so good, it it's, will be hard to beat. Uh, and uh, anyone listening in traffic now in Dublin or Ireland like, watching, if there's a superb beside you now, look at it, it, it still looks fresh. It it's still sharp, looks like yeah, a, and there's,
1: a, look, there's a, obviously there's a lot of scholars on the road here. When you drive around everywhere, they're everywhere. Everything from Favourite onwards, like there's just so many models on the road. So we've seen a few superbs over the years, uh, over different decades of, of cars here on the road. And it's an amazing car to look at still.
0: Just to give you an idea it's about 50% market share for Skoda in uh, Czech Republic. Yeah. Which after
2: is uh, it's, it's not 50%, I think it's uh, 36 38% something like that. But Ray you uh, got
0: that figure wrong. Ray said 50 <laughs> yesterday. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but uh, it depends on after how many beers he uh, was saying that, you know. <laughs> you know Ray he's uh, he uh, Ray is sometimes uh, like bazooka
0: Actually, last question, Stepan, um, Ireland and Skoda, you know, we even have radio and TV campaigns that say Skoda made for Ireland. Why do you think the Irish public have connected with the brand? I mean, it's it's thousands of kilometers away. Um, it, obviously, it's still all part of Europe, but why does Ireland like Skoda so much?
2: Actually, I don't, I don't know. I think we have something in common. Uh, uh, but... It's something that, that connects us uh, together, the brand, I think the values of the brand, uh, the people. And you said that uh, you are always looking forward to go for ŠKODA for uh, event. Uh, we are accessible, uh, we are family-driven brand, and uh, this is, I think, what makes us uh, special. And we have really uh, customers that uh, always drove a, Skoda and we'll always drive a Skoda. I hope so in the future as well and this is I think what uh, connects us uh, to Ireland and uh, I'm always looking forward when I can go to Ireland uh, not only for business but as well private private trip. I have many friends uh, and it's always nice to talk to you guys. I think you're
1: slightly closer in Wolfsburg to Ireland than you are.
2: It's a
1: shorter flight. <laughs>
0: Well, Stepan, thank you very much for talking to us. The best of luck in your, the next chapter of your career in Volkswagen. Uh, will you be back in Skoda someday, do you think?
2: Yeah, let's see. You never know. Uh, my contract is for three years, and then let's see what's, uh, what's going to happen. But uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to you guys, uh, and I hope I see you on uh, next time on the Volkswagen event. No
0: doubt. Points at the bar. Points at the bar.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you very much for talking nice. to us. Um, so that's Stepan, who's very kind. He had a word. Uh, I don't know if anyone follows uh, Petrol Ped in the UK. I just saw uh, his name is Peter. No, th- I'm not. I'm not going there. Uh, <laughs> <don't> go there. <laughs> he's he's, uh, he's walking around here. But and that's the funny thing. Like I know people watch us on YouTube and haven't met us, but uh, you know we, we also know watch you. YouTubers. Know, yeah. And you are gonna go, oh, yeah, there's your is. man there?" What well, um, is strange
1: is I know Stepan since I didn't know it was he's his a first trip. Nice is just a, but, but he's the most, and the Scottish group are the most. Uh, I won't say famous, but like I know their names. I follow them on social media, yeah. and we all chat and DM each other offline uh, or away from events as well. So, and then we seek each other out at events. So you come to a event, I go looking for step on. So it kind of happens. So maybe that's a lesson for somewhat for car companies to lift a, just, a just a human touch, human, just they? a little bit of human, lift that curtain a small bit, and let us. Get to know it because I'm doing this 13 years. You're at right? this years as well. But we, how many people on these trips can you actually name? It's not mm-hmm. many. No, yeah,
0: you're no. right. I'm quite memorable from from a from a SCOTA perspective. Yeah. Um Before we go on the podcast today, uh I've been driving a multi van for nearly two weeks now because we've been away <laughs> so much. It's a fantastic car. It's um well, it's a van, I suppose, but it's got many, many seats. I know you were in it as well. Yeah, it's it's good did, car. It it's good did good kill car, your yeah. iPhone. I prefer.
1: Yeah, that's right. It actually crushed my iPhone on the door. I think. Uh, my iPhone 12 Pro Max, which is folded in half nearly, is back in repairs so well an iPhone 14. But uh, it's, it's a good car. I'd buy it in diesel. Yes. What a, wouldn't a buy the PHB
0: one? Uh, also, since we last spoke on the podcast, I did a little video with the Ionic 6 from Hyundai. Someone uh, commented on the video to say it's a
1: 12 to 18 months waiting list for one. I don't know if it's that. That's short or supply. I don't think it's that long, right? It'd be more of a supply thing. I, th- I, I well, I appreciate what they're doing. I think it's a un- very unusual car, and it's gonna. It'll, you'll either like it or you won't like it. So it's not like a, it's not like a Volkswagen car or something it's that great. is kind of appreciated by multiples of people who will buy it because of the way it looks. I think the Ionic six and five, and so it's key EV six. They're they're kind of cars you look at and go, ah, I don't like that, or I do like it. That's it's quite, quite quite
0: divisive. Now it was very very efficient on uh, on energy. Um, it's that slender body shift on yeah, it. Yeah. As we've seen
1: demonstrated by Skoda today, the best drag coefficient came from the Skoda Enyaq at 0.22, but the next best drag coefficient came from the Skoda Superb at 0.23. Yeah. Saloon so cars, saloons, they
0: work. Even from an efficiency point
1: of view, they, they really do need to come back into fashion. Yeah. Um, what have you been driving? I was in the uh, Aura Funky Cat oh, yeah. from Great Wall Motors, which underneath the mechanical bits seem to be okay, the battery efficiency is not okay. It really isn't. I got about 250 kilometres on one journey, going up to the airport and back. Actually, we were you last week? A uh, uh, full charge. 250 kilometres. About 250. Wow. Yeah. And that wasn't going at 120. And this is just uh, one 105. Going to the airport, parking it up, driving home again. About 250, I'd say, out of it. 300, I'd say, a stretch. 400 if you're around the town, maybe. But I, I, I didn't see anywhere near 400. And the software is a massive update. It's
0: nothing. No, no carplay.
1: No CarPlay, no Android Auto, just not. In, it's it's there, but the software's not enabled, it and there's no sat nav on it. it. It's just a blank screen. You try and set a destination, it goes a destination on set. It's just full of. It's like a it's like a pre-production model. Really, has been released yeah. in America or something. But it is, at 40 grand, it was pointed out to me. I was going 40 grand for the top spec model. That's a 400 plus model. Yeah. A Tesla Model 3 is 41 yeah I mean it, it really are Tesla are setting well they have done for a long time with the
0: benchmark now and price as well as everything else price, because yeah. it is very hard to argue with that also BYD have launched this week we both couldn't make the uh, the launch in Ireland at the K good Club good cars
1: though aren't they they're all right.
0: yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're going to be in MSL, well, the old uh, Grange Motor site in MSL and I think Park Motors and the Navin Road are just two of the places you get them uh, the entry level is 30 is or is there just one trim spec of, obviously we weren't right there I think so far it's 37,000 euro
1: yeah they're starting to get back towards where a car should be affordable. Yeah. But it's being driven by Chinese companies, and it's been driven now by Tesla. Who know the Chinese companies are going to start eating away at market share very quickly. Yeah,
0: but but equally, you know, the competition is good because the consumer wins there, yeah. Jerry, And you know, brands like Volkswagen who, and the Skoda who are here with today, they will have to
1: take account of those prices and perhaps As also we know, the Irish consumer is quite a stayed tight in the wool sort of person because the top top 10 cars, the first five of them includes five Toyotas yeah, it's, or, sorry there are five of the top 10 is a Toyota uh, and then you have Hyundai Tucson at the top which an SUV and then Sportage next, is another SUV <laughs> we like great. what we know in Ireland, there's no doubt about <laughs> there's it no imagination to like that at all um, right, well, look, um, thanks
0: again for joining us on uh, on this kind of on-the-fly episode of Driving Forces. Tell us if you like these. Oh, oh actually, like sorry. Me, before we go, it. let me put my beer down here on the table. Oh, yeah, we're um, going to Because we did say uh, email drivingforcespodcast at gmail.com. Oh, well, we got emails. We got emails. We got, got from our listener. We got some emails. got some emails. Um, now, where do I find
1: these now? Probably should have prepared this before. You probably uh, should work this one out yeah but i'll keep talking while you're looking there at the same thing what i'm looking at right now is the size of this place there's 200 bodies in here from all over the world at this event these costs a fortune to put on and they know they do but it's such a brand builder it's such an insight to how skoda as a brand is evolving and getting better you know yeah, we have an email. Okay, we have an email. Hi, Bob
0: and Nobby. I'm picking up my new 1.5 Cooper from Mentor over the next
1: two weeks. Good I mean, choice. That's from, a good
0: choice of car, doesn't it? From Matthew, by the way. It is right. a good-looking car, yeah. Yep. Uh, it's been the most successful car for Cooper, actually, not the Bourne. I'm planning on keeping this car for long term, about eight years. Uh, sticking with the manufacturer's service instructions is clear, but is there anything extra that can be done to ensure the longevity of the car? Just, well, a service just make sure as well.
1: it's well serviced and you don't leave it waiting for something, you know... Yeah, it, mileage is the killer, and condition and washing it, and I know that sounds like something you just, ah, you're only really washing the car, but that's minding the paintwork, and it minds the wheels and the brakes and stuff, if you if you maintain something, it's easier to keep it, and it gets cheaper as it gets older to maintain, like my say at Leon was maintained to an inch of its life for years, I haven't serviced the thing now in two years, it's just, it pays you back over time, if you've looked after it all along, it does pay you back, so, mainly servicing would be the main big thing I would, I'd say he just goes on to say that uh,
0: I'm not ready for electric cars myself as I'm living in cabin and working in Dublin do regular long drives making electric out of the question for me I don't know if cabin to Dublin is out of the it's question for me it's not very
1: long no, really these the days M3 even my funky cat there will do that journey you know you, you can certainly get away with that
0: here's one from uh, Patrick Dirty congratulations on the podcast enjoy. Keep thank the you Patrick you very, very good much. thank you very much have you reviewed the BZ4X yet uh, I'm on my second Toyota hybrid touring sport nervous about forking out 50k plus for a full EV. I do 12,000
1: kilometres per year. You could use a bicycle for 12,000 kilometres a year in fairness, but <laughs> uh, walk. don't don't, um, don't buy a car unless unless somebody has reviewed it. This is a proper critical review. I never never do that. Toyota, when they released the car, released it to the dealers first and prioritise, in their own words, prioritise consumers first. So yeah. the car is in the wild and it's out there driving around right now and there are no reviews in Ireland of the car really. Uh, pre-production, maybe, or a one-day drive, with nothing critical. But it's Toyota. I mean,
0: and you ca- I suppose serious the, car. Their priority, as Bob mentioned, was if you'd put a deposit down for one of those cars. Yeah. They didn't want it landed in Toyota, going out to a journalist, and this customer who's paid money screaming for their car. Um, but I think yeah, it does go full full circle. There's no doubt that reviews, people's thoughts, help kind of drive a bit of awareness about new yeah. models
1: and stuff like that. So neither of us have had a look at the car So it's kind of I've seen a good few of them as taxis actually. I've seen them. I haven't yeah. sat in one, I've seen, like there's one, I did the Ireland at home show last weekend, it was, there was three or four of them in the car park, so they're, they're out there, they're going. Um, it's Toyota, they've, they've been a conservative Japanese company forever, and I would reckon you, you can't lose with an electric Toyota, I think that's probably going to be good, but whether it's good and engaging driver, there's something better to drive out there, I don't know, look at the top ten in Ireland and tell me which is the best car to well, drive. Well, yeah, <laughs> they'll be up there in
0: time, uh, and last for this moment, uh, today's podcast, uh, me all hennessy thanks for the email driving force podcast at gmail.com uh, i know you both recently driven the id7 it's a car that i'm eyeing up for my next vehicle my wife currently has an id3 we love it apart from the various software books do you know if these have all been ironed out in the id7 i'd like to hold out for the estate
1: version but i'm looking forward to seeing how it drives, range and efficiency thank god you have the answer to this yeah well
0: the software that we uh, experienced was a lot better
1: a hell of a lot better yeah much better uh, reskinned, so slightly different look to the software as well as everything else. Um, they did have a couple of bugs. My software, my sat nav froze for like a minute yeah, a and a half, and I had to reset the sat nav. But I think that seems to be more of a graphical issue than the this, than this hardware software interface in the background. The rest of it seemed to work very well. The heads-up display was very good. They're, they're learning. It's certainly a rewarding electric car to drive. I thought it was really nice to drive on the road, really good on the road and, and great
0: great space.
1: Yeah. And like, it's like saloony shape, so <clears throat> you know, it's it's my there you're bang on. I love that. I love estates as well. i love having have a state. Um like a lot of people commented
0: on my video saying it was quite bland looking. I I don't know if I I mean, yeah, it's not radical, but it's Volkswagen. Volkswagen that's are never
1: gonna do no. radicals. Evolution not revolution. They, they they evolved the design over time. Look at all of the golfs one through is they all look a little bit like each other over time yeah. and they're all classics of design and you know everyone says they're the best cars ever but they're, they're not revolutionary the
0: question is we have no idea on price and I don't see that car being less than 70,000 euro I don't know It's very been, well it, spent. It, it's a huge step up I actually got a lift off um, uh, Graham who was with us on that trip and he was in an ID4 when we were going home and the ID7 was obviously fracturing our heads As soon as you sat into the ID4, you could see the difference straight away in the dash quality, the leather that was kind of splashed out the cabin. it is a more premium car. It's also five meters long, five point
1: something meters long. It's
0: like it's as long as an ID Buzz. Yeah, so I I think for that premium fit, they're going to look for a premium price. Yep, I think so. Get saving there, Michal. Then you can
1: contact Stepan because he's responsible for that car.
0: Anyway, look, thanks for listening. Uh, please do share this podcast on your Instagram accounts or with your pals, whatever
1: the story is. Yes, please.
0: It's uh, kind of word of mouth where podcasts work. We, in fairness, it's very successful. i
1: yeah, no it's blowing their Trump, trumpet. There's quite a number of, of listeners now. No, it's
0: been nice. And even with, with us missing an episode last week, I had a good few messages to people going, when's the next one? Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, look, thanks for listening. We do appreciate it. And, uh, Goodbye from
1: Prague. Goodbye from Prague. We're going to the bar. Wish us sure. sure. luck. See you tomorrow. It's not your show because it's free, but it's your turn. It's, I got it's my turn to go and get the yeah, It's all free. All all right. It's weird, isn't free. Thanks for listening. <laughs>